I'm gonna do this without coffee. I have to fake my energy. You can do it. Gotta you fake. can do it. <laughs> gotta fake the energy. Here we go. <laughs> Going live in five, four, three. gentlemen what's up how are you doing it's me manny c i'm sitting here with the one and only less than greg once again it's just us because buddha at the last minute the freaking bum decided to to leave with his brother but that's all right we'll, we'll, we'll complain about him when we're off record uh we are the hardcore casuals a collection of oddballs and content creators who's dedicated to bringing you the very best of games gaming and all things entertainment ladies and gentlemen welcome to the hardcore casuals lounge <laughs> greg how are you man yeah, let's throw buddha right under the bus right as soon as we start up who's here to go have fun on a friday night mm, with this, this brother how dare he i know what a, that bomb that's it we, yeah we're gonna dock his paycheck <laughs> That ad revenue is starting to flow in now, so we're oh, gonna yeah. dock his paycheck. Yeah, that's right. A little <laughs> ad, you know. So, yeah, yeah, the, the success ad. of that little ad ad was, was wonderful. Let's <laughs> go, <going>, Manny. <laughs> I'm doing all right, man. Thank God, no complaints. Uh, um, you know, I'm ready to uh, to get going with this with this. Po- we actually have a lot of a lot of cool stuff to to talk about. But before we do that, let's talk about the hardcore casuals.com did you know that Hard, hardcore casuals hardcore you say yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? it's a it's huh? a website uh for the you know so this the 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 inter the interwebs hub of all things hardcore casuals you know you can go in you can see uh the blog that we have uh we have several articles by uh by uh tie fighter you know and uh with a little comic there we have the podcast notes and uh and yeah it's good go check it out you could also have links to the discord which is our our uh, group commu- uh, community uh you can go in you can say hi to us uh via via that and leave some comments that's always nice you know on on the podcast notes and everything that we talk about on the podcast we have links uh and even some things that we don't that we don't get to, you know, we have all the links on our notes. If you're interested, stop on in, take a look, and of course, leave a comment. We would appreciate it. Uh, and yeah, that's that. So, what was that website again, Manny? That what is that the hardcorecasuals.com. The hardcorecasuals.com. Check it out. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, how the hell are you, man? So, what have you been up to? <sighs> 
Oh, I'm great, dude. Uh, been a heck of a, a heck of a week for for games. Um, I played uh, a lot of Magic this week, which was uh, good because midweek they went ahead and uh, well, they banned a few cards, but then they went and started doing. Um, I, they opened up a, like a new standard thing, or they they reopened it. So I'm pretty still pretty new to Magic. Um, and so I, when I first started about a month ago playing, they had, uh, where it was really cheap. It was like 50, uh, 75 gems maybe to join in this tournament, uh, standard tournament play. Um, and you play until you get three losses and, uh, you know, you work with your standard deck and I've been having a lot of fun with that. I've been really getting trounced. Uh, in that in that standard play this is more like the competitive competitive scene right yeah i've been getting like straight trounced three and oh wipe out i go and enter the tournament again but the good part of getting trounced so badly is that i'm seeing these different styles of play Right. And people using these different cards and how they work. So I'm like, hmm, okay, let me take this from column A, a little bit from column B. Right. Right. Together a little bit. Yeah. So now I, I, I revised a red white deck. You know, so I'm working with that. So that was a lot of fun. And okay. uh, yeah, I'm heavy into the magic this week. And uh, what else did I play? Uh, I played um, a couple of uh, games on XCloud. I know we're going to talk about that yeah. Yeah, later definitely. on. Uh, that was really interesting. And uh, I played Tabletop Simulator, a little bit more Tabletop Simulator, and Shell Shock Live. Now, that's an oldie but a goodie on Steam. It's like there used to be this DOS game back when I was a kid. And I don't know like, if anybody else played it. Like, But yeah, Shell Shock Live is like the craziest edition of that game it's like to the nth degree um this tank game from when i was a kid and uh, it's been around for a while i just haven't i haven't played it and uh, i got a buddy of mine to play it with me who also remembers this tank game and it's just it's pretty awesome have you ever played it manny i've no i i'm, I'm looking it up right now shell shock live yeah uh it's on steam yeah but like it's a it's a it was like the original you know what it's the original battle royale wow like oh uh, just mind-blowing so your so little tank you get to move keep going keep going i'm looking i'm looking at pictures as as you're explaining them. yeah so it's it's just uh trajectories and geometry and trigonometries and physics you know you gotta uh aim your cannon uh, it would give it a certain amount of power, velocity, and uh, then you know, then you got to try to kill the other little tiny tanks on there and be the only one left alive. So yeah, it's like the original battle royale. I see, and I see like the maps. It's uh, it's like a two D map, and you're just moving left and right, but you have all these different elevations. Yeah, or you could just play it straight out, like. Uh, super flats, you know, you have tons of maps and then there's like hundreds of different shot types. So one shot type, you may, uh, it may like bounce and roll a little bit. And then all of a sudden, uh, like a, a jet will fly across the screen and like drop missiles in that area. Um, 
or like the shot will split or it'll do like a big explosion once like a grenade there's like hundreds of different shot types uh and you play with a lot of people so uh, i don't want to get a big game of that together i think that would be fun uh it's it's seven dollars on steam it's apparently they also have an xbox version (gasps) oh no i had no idea they had an xbox version i think i think so let me yeah so uh buy on xbox let me see yeah seven dollars xbox live wow uh unfortunately it's not play play anywhere uh but seven dollars not is not so bad it does look like like it could be a a fun a fun little game it kind of reminds me of um there was another game kind of like worms right like battle worms or something like that right right uh similar to that yeah worms is very similar worms or worm wars or something something like that something like that yeah 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 worms uh worms 3d yeah it it reminds me of that but uh it looks it looks pretty cool man you know what i might take i might take a look at it i wouldn't mind uh playing it's like something different right it's like a, it's like the yeah. old arcade, you know, old school kind of game. That's pretty cool. Yeah, this um, one came out in twenty. I just looked it up, twenty fifteen. So it's yeah, it's been out for a bit. Uh, old Greg's late to the late to the train on that one. Yeah, well, you know, there's so many there's so many games, you know, and that's like that's like an indie kind of kind of niche kind of game, you know. <clears throat> exactly. Um, exactly. I, I, I myself didn't get into too much games. What I w- was trying to do, I was hoping to finish up after party. I, I haven't, I haven't done that. Uh, Nick Woe was talking to me about, about the game. He already beat it. And he's like, well, he, he was telling me some things that I got a little serious in the end, which, which doesn't surprise me because, uh the oxen free folks they they you know they tried to to bring it on home with a little bit of emotional uh ties and whatnot and uh you know so i i and i could also i could see like there's something that like hidden troubles you know like there's there there's there's some some of these these the two main characters uh they're they're like best best friends or whatnot they have like secrets you know <laughs> and they don't and they don't know like why they're they're in hell to to begin with so i'm i would i'm interested to see like where this story goes uh i i will have it done um by you know by the end of of this week but i think this is the last is this the last podcast for like a little while right because then like next week is thanksgiving right it's already oh my goodness right yeah so so this is actually like the the last uh regular podcast for for the year you know uh we're, we're gonna do the holiday specials uh we might we might do some some topics uh and and whatnot but what we have is some pre-recorded conversations with different uh members of the hardcore casuals some that you don't necessarily uh, see or hear from all the time on the podcast but uh but yeah um you know so so look forward look forward to those in the 
in the upcoming uh, uh, podcast or up the weeks to come. Uh, but as far as games, you man, put out, you oh, put out like a list, Manny, on the hardcorecasuals.com website. Are you putting out uh, a, 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 a yeah, yeah? Uh, I can do that. Hype, hype, yeah, hype yeah, list. So you can. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? That's a great idea. Uh, well, yeah, we're gonna where are we one. gonna put that? I guess we're gonna put that on the on the events tab. Yeah, hardcorecasuals.com yes. slash events. Uh, and, and, Something and to look we'll forward to throughout the yeah. holidays. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you know what else we're gonna do? On, uh, what else we doing, Manny? On, uh, we were, we've been watching The Mandalorian uh, on Mondays. Mandalorian Mondays. <laughs> so it, it, <laughs> I it like comes the alliteration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes out on 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 Friday, and I ignore it on Friday so I can watch it with uh, with you guys on Monday. And and I've been enjoying it. I've been enjoying it. And we were like actually going to talk about Mandalorian a little bit uh coming up but as far as games i played man just that i'm uh, you know really just magic that's like that's the game when i only have a couple minutes i play a couple rounds of magic and then keep it moving you know right so speaking of mandalorian mondays i mean that 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 pairs so well with the podcast so somebody downloads the podcast mm -hmm. and then in the morning they listen to it and then by that night they can join in and watch uh with the community that's, that's right. A, they hand yeah. for Mondays, and you can, you know, then you can, you can, uh, we can, we can talk the the podcast deets, you know, um, after the show, after the show, because I'm going to be watching it. I actually like it. I like Man <laughs> the Mandalorian is pretty good. Um, is there a place yeah. in the Discord? Maybe you can get in and do like uh like people can chat. Can they chat in the Discord? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can we'll, we'll do like there's a voice a voice chat that I'll jump into uh as 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 it's going on and there's also a chat in because we use cast uh k-a-s-t and there's like a little chat room while while we're watching it you know so there's a separate voice channel if you guys want to i don't talk all that much but every now and again well because i you know i like to watch and listen <laughs> <laughs> so what you want to do what you want to do is go to the hardcorecasuals.com, right? You're going to look for the Discord link that's right there on the home page, or you can go to the hardcorecasuals.com slash Discord, right? You're going to hop on in, and you're going to go to uh, uh, the info tab, go to the role request, and then you're going to give yourself the movie time roll. And if that's too much for you, just say, help, I want to see the movies, <laughs> you know, and, and we'll get to you. <laughs> All right? There you uh, go. And 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 yeah, so you can see, you know, we we do movies every now and again, different things like that. I I, I think that's fun, like super good, uh, super chill. Good thing to get into. I think so. I think so. I, it's, sign up like, for it. Sign up for it. It's free, you know. Uh, right. On desktop, it's free anyway. Uh, and uh, and it's it's pretty chill community kind of thing, you know. You can just hang out in a different capacity, which which I like. But anyway, it's time for the news. Let's hop on in. Story of the week. Stadia. Stadia is here. But is it any good? Did you hear anything of of uh, the, the launch there, Greg? Stadia's launch. Yeah, so far, um, you know, I don't think people are too impressed. Uh, yeah. It, the way it, Stadia's launching here. I, I mean, 
I mean, come on now. We called it, bro. We we called it. It, uh, it. it launched with like 20 some odd games. You know what I'm saying? Like, and not, nothing new. There's no heater that they got. You know, they got solid games that people probably already have on their consoles or system of choice, whether it be PC or whatnot. So, so, so they're having a rough go. They're having a rough go. Yeah, it's super funny that, uh, you know, we talked about it last week and the um, it wouldn't be it would be more, uh, I think, exciting or more impressive if there wasn't some other alternative out right now trying to do the same thing with a bigger ecosystem like Stadia is coming in right now with nothing like. Right. In the way of like you have you have to buy the games full price. Some of the games are older, you know, and you're buying those ones at full price. Um yeah, it's tough. And, and Xbox that, is putting out XCloud. Yeah, I that's the thing that I don't I don't get. I don't understand. I don't understand like I thought I was under the impression that they were gonna have the games just there, like available as part of the subscription service. But it's not you. You pay money to to you know you ha, you know to to get access, yeah. and then you also have to pay full price. And some some games are even more expensive on on the Stadia platform. And you don't you don't well you don't own anything there because but you don't nowadays you don't own anything anyway because it's all digital. But right. uh, you, I, um, you got a license to play it, right? 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 <laughs> but you're paying yeah. for the access to pay to to pay, like you're paying for the access to play plus you're paying for the games themselves at full price. I don't. It's like a comp. It's like a. It's a terrible combination of subscription and full full price. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I maybe they're trying to be like Xbox Live. You know, you get paid for Xbox Live yearly. But I feel like you, you know, that and you, they have they have Game Pass. Like that feels like and you're getting a lot for that amount of money a month. You know, like what is it? Like twenty twenty five dollars, I think, or less twenty dollars if you're if you're paying monthly and not buying like bulk things for xbox so twenty dollars a month you get xbox live and game pass and that's like such a huge thing and now stadia comes out and they said no you know you pay for the stadia live you pay for a box but we don't have a box we have a controller right and you have to pay for the controller you're right 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 it doesn't work without it and then you pay the games like what what and if you don't have a phone, you have to you have to have it through a a, a a Google Chrome laptop or some other right. some other <laughs> some other Google device to actually play it through. So it's I think it's a little bit cumbersome. I I so part of it. All right, let me let me just let me take a step back. Part of it is impressive, right? Technologically, the fact that you can just play the game and start the game and by all all accounts it starts fairly quickly and that's pretty cool no no load times and whatnot you know 
But after that, they say uh, by a lot of accounts saying that things uh, while you're playing the game is very noticeably uh, stuttering. You got you got lots of like like lag and whatnot as you're playing and that the resolution itself begins to drop significantly. Right. It, and, and, and this. Right. Of course, it's launch and maybe people are, are you know. Jumping onto the servers at the same time, you know, to test it and everything. That's to be expected to a point, but I don't know. Some of it's just like compression that's like compression artifacts on the, because they're streaming basically a video directly to you um, with no latency. So, like FTL, FTL. Um, (laughs) And sometimes that video it looks a little bit compressed from what well, i've seen well be- because those little square artifacts whatnot they're saying that it's for up to 4k right but a lot of the that's that's vague right up to 4k the consumer or when the consumer reads it your you know your average consumer they're like oh 4k gaming that's awesome you know but up to 4K means that I think far and few between you're going to actually be getting true 4K. I don't. Uh, th- I don't think. Uh, of course, it's fully dependent on your internet. By the way, they they tell you straight up like don't have any other device while you're while you're on this internet <laughs> while you're doing this. Oh, you know, it'll like it can potentially dramatically turn off like, your microwave. Yeah, you even turn, turn off, off your microwave because <laughs> you leave your microwave on, it's going to mess with it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll disturb the Wi-Fi signal, you know, while you're warming up your burritos. You know, you get the lags. Uh, yeah, turn off the burrito. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I think I think part of it is is interesting, but there's a lot of limitation, and and it doesn't seem to be people aren't excited about it I, not not from what i'm hearing there uh google said that they they've sold less than expected i feel i feel like everything about it is out of touch you know and you know like like this is just the beginning of the of, of like this the streaming service but microsoft right. has x cloud coming right and PlayStation with has already had their their streaming service since I don't know 2014 2015 right they had it for a couple of years already right. yeah uh, PS Now right right PlayStation Now yeah. but this this these are these are the next evolution the next step forward on that now I think it's good uh what what google is trying to do and the computational power and whatnot all of that is impressive but they don't have the games they don't have you have to start have a a library from scratch like look at epic games store right they know that people don't necessarily want to build a brand new library from scratch so you know what they did they gave you a library every single week. They give you like multiple games free. You just go down. I, I just go download them all, you know, and now all of a sudden yeah, you have a library. Tests. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Google, Google doesn't have it. Google. I mean, you know, so I don't know. I don't know. It just seems uh, it seems out of touch to me. Uh, but but you said you played X Cloud, right? Yes. 
So tell us a little bit about your experience with the X cloud. Yeah. So it was, uh, I I signed up, I don't know, about a week ago for the beta. So, uh, I, I was late to the beta and, um, I got, uh, email a couple days ago. Yeah. You're in the beta. Okay, cool. And, uh, yeah, I tried it out and man, it's, it's, it's impressive. Um, you know, I, this is the first time I hooked an Xbox live, uh, Xbox one controller up to my, uh, phone. It's only for Android right now. Um, I hooked it up to my phone and I was sitting in bed playing, uh, and they give you a bunch of games just to play, you know, like I was playing ACE combat, uh, and Subnautica this week on it. And yeah, it was like, I, the, I, I played ACE combat specifically to test the lag situation. And, uh, yeah, it was really impressive. Um, and then how was, how was the responsiveness as you were playing? How was the responsiveness on like I on your phone? I didn't feel like uh, the plane was difficult to control or that like I was compensating or anything. It felt really good. Um, it, playing Ace Combat maybe wasn't the best. Uh, I used to love that game too. <laughs> right. uh, Ace Combat 7. Eh, it wasn't, I don't know. It wasn't great, but then I, sub, I played Subnautica for about an hour or so, and that was that was a lot of fun. I noticed a little bit of something there, a little little lag, but I was driving in the car, and I live in really oh. um, crappy cell area, and uh, it kept going in and out. Um, but so you, you know what doing, else? You too? were doing this on your cell reception and and playing. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good. But why? I didn't know until uh, yesterday or two days ago that uh, you could do the Steam Link through your cell connection too. Oh, so so now, I was now playing, your, I was playing magic. magic on the go. <laughs> 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 Man, it's bad, oh, it's bad no. dude. Yeah, uh, so that's 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 another thing. Like like Steam has streamable games you know what i'm saying uh, uh essentially like they, they have yeah, they have this and they're moving forward too. uh and but theirs is free right because it just it just correlates with the, the existing library right right so Which i don't know like man it's, having a library is a big deal it's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. So, and and beyond that, like, just having the uh, the 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 long-standing business relationships, you know, to they have a pipeline of exclusive games already. Like, like Google is is facing a real big uphill battle. And and I, did you see the commercials for Stadia? I finally saw commercials for Stadia. No, I did not. I did not. Bro, I'm gonna have to take a look it, here. I straight up, I felt like I time traveled. I felt like I time traveled to the nineties. The 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 commercial. It's you know what it is. They're so out of touch. I feel like they're. I feel like it's game like the 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 you know engineers or whatever that put it together, and then they watched videos of gaming, what what they think gamers might like, and then they just put that all together. You know, like I, I don't know. It just like looking at at the uh, 
the commercials, which now I'm beginning to see after launch, after it already launched, now I'm seeing it as I go to YouTube. But uh, the commercials are like, they straight up remind me of the over the top, you know, adolescent 90s esque console war. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, feel, I feel it. I feel that. Um, so, and, and yeah, but you know what? People said the same thing about uh, Xbox. You know, when they came on the scene, PlayStation was already established, you know. Uh, yeah, but Xbox Nintendo. Xbox said, hey, we have a game. And they showed Halo. That's true. And people were That's like, true, oh, the, hey, this Halo looks awesome. At the time, there's there was a, uh, at least what they showed because it was like a, a, a tech demo that barely held, you know, stuck together with like glue and scotch tape, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but but what it represented was a first person shooter in this huge open environment right like that that was like super like impressive back in the day when you were a first person shooter you're running around inside like a cave that's normal right hallways and then in the demo itself you walk out and then you see outside you see the sky you see the mountains you see like battles happening in front of you you see freaking ships flying in the air right and people's minds were blown like what is this what is this game this looks amazing stadia yeah. does not have that there's no master chief man you need something <laughs> you need something you know, I don't, they I don't have, know. They have Red Dead Redemption and uh, <laughs> you know what? Destiny the only two. thing this is the only thing that they have is gender neutral controllers. Did you see this article? Oh, my goodness, please. <laughs> enough, enough. <laughs> oh. There was a CNN article. I don't, I don't get it, Manny. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. They're out of touch. They're out of touch. They they have no idea who who the who the core audience is. I I, I mean that's that's what I'm that's what I'm getting. You know, they have they have these these commercials that are ripped straight from the freaking '90s. You know. They they have a list of games that with zero exclusive, only twenty, bro. Xbox X Cloud already has twice the amount of of games, and they're in in like beta. Uh, oh so so here here's the article. Here we have a from CNN. Google is targeting women with its new gaming service Stadia. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna read some things from from uh, Google. It said some of our uh, historical competitors in the console space have been a bit more masculine and a bit more mechanical in their approach. Phil Harrison, Google vice president <laughs> and head of Stadia said in an interview with CNN business uh, for Google, the design, the, the design decision could help its new gaming service stand out from the competitors and also attract more diverse audience in the United States. Uh, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. If Google has an advantage here, uh, versus Xbox or PlayStation, it's that it doesn't have a pre-existing gamer culture. G you know, a, a pre-existing quote-unquote gamer culture. It has to appease. <laughs> All right, now let me just stop there. It, it, so they are saying that Google has an advantage because they they don't have a gamer culture 
they have to appease. Who are your customers? If you're going to be selling games, right? And and you're and you and you want to be outside of quote unquote gamer culture. Well, who who are you selling it to then? You know exactly. what I'm saying? If like gaming culture is your customer base. <laughs> So, 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 so the pre, they don't, that's an advantage for them. They, that they are outside of games and, and to an extent, sure. Fine. If I'm, if I'm really being very, very generous, but being very generous, then they say, well, they, that allows them to think outside the box, you know, bop, 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 whatever. But they're not, they're not creating any IP. They don't have an IP. They don't have a game. Like, right. They, and that's that's gonna they're Basically not gonna, they're, the same their color is their colors and uh that they that's find literally is, what yeah. they're saying right now yes according to this what? article yes literally what they are saying uh, so let me continue um google look google looked at hundreds of colors and polled thousands of game of gamers before deciding wasabi uh <laughs> what google found wasabi is the color right for for their for their controller what google, I, I swear this 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 reads like freaking a parody article you know what i'm saying what google found according onion, to what is this an onion article you read did you get onion <laughs> did you did you eat the onion here <laughs> This is <laughs> CNN business, man. Uh, it oh, says yeah, uh, what Google what Google found, according to its director. Uh, oh yeah, Wasabi. What Google found, according to its director of design, Isabel uh, Olson, is the is this color Wasabi had universal appeal. Both men and women gravitated towards this color. It ended up being super gender gender neutral and still very pleasant. She said, "It's really hard to find colors like that." So I know you meant that facetiously, but quite literally, that's what they're talking about. They have, you know, as a, as apparently as apparently some sort of competitive advantage because they have wasabi gender neutral color. <laughs> yeah i it gets me and my wife we both dressed up in uh uh my wife had a wasabi wedding dress at our wedding i had a, a wasabi tuxedo it's just everybody loved it it's a universal color it's known <laughs> that everybody loves it no matter your gender your race anything yeah. whatever everybody loves wasabi everyone loves wasabi yeah i mean <laughs> i don't understand Have, i mean i've never like held the uh, the controller first of all you know, you get black and white. They have a black controller and a white controller because they're the most, you know, they're the most like standard opposite type type colors. You know what I'm saying? The the uh and they they the, the, whenever you're talking about anything gender neutral, those are those are the classic gender gender neutral colors. But then they have this again, the wasabi. But you you can get a controller with any color that you want they usually give an assortment of variety of colors and you it doesn't have to be gender neutral you just get whatever whatever you like you know what i'm saying um i've never held a controller i've never like, go ahead no i was just gonna say i think like literally you can go to the microsoft 
Uh, yeah. and you can order a controller, whatever color grade. You can get a gradient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like, pretty crazy now. I, yeah, the controller's not not the thing that sells people. It's how the controller feels, not the way the controller looks. Well, that is that is absolutely true. You know, now once you're 100%. once the color doesn't matter uh, of the console until you are already invested in the console, then personalized and colors, whatever, then that stuff matters. At, at that point, the only thing that matters, you're absolutely right, is how does it feel inside your hand and what are the games that I'm playing? Those are the only right. two things that matter. You know? And it's gamers. It's not male, female, or whoever. It's all it's, it's gender neutral by default. This article is is painful. And if this is what if this is what they are coming out with, they go to CNN Business and talk about wasabi, then then Google Stadia has already failed. You know what I'm saying? Like like they have to come out with something more than a freaking gender neutral wasabi. They need games, I, damn it. I, I like this last line in this article. If Stadia can gain traction among women gamers, it may just push competitors to follow suit. So that means everything's going to be wasabi? Isn't PlayStation 5 going to be wasabi? Is that what they're talking about when the following suit? I don't even understand. I don't, because really, you can go in and just select any color you want. Just because, just because they're out there saying, "Hey, this is gender neutral," doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything. It's a freaking controller. I've never like held a controller and been like, "Man, feels like I'm, you know, feels like I'm I'm holding a holding a penis in my hands." You know what I'm saying? I wish I wish it was a little <laughs> bit less penis. You know what I'm saying? I've never <laughs> I've never had a controller. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't even. I can't even. I can't even. Honestly, look. If this is what they come out with, because they have nothing else, right? And this is just an absurd right. example. This is an absurd example of the same type of things when when you when you are uh, uh, hear people talking about their shows, right? Uh, whether it be movies, whether it be TV shows, and the first thing they want to talk about is their is their identity politics that means that they don't have anything they don't have any substance you know they're just trying right. to sell the it's show like the on on some type of of oh you're gonna like this because you know we're pandering to you yeah or just like it's, it's self-flatulations you know it's like like self they congrat you know patting themselves on the back for like oh yeah, like this is this is gender neutral. We're making a stand that doesn't need right. to be made, right? But oh, we're yeah. making it. I'm gonna plant my flag in the ground here for no reason because actually it has nothing to do with it. <laughs> it's unbelievable, it, it really. So all of these things together shows me that they have they have a great technology. And no idea about the business that they're in. They have no idea about the customers that they have. They have no idea about about like how to appeal to said customers. And and if you just go look, look at the commercials that they have, it looks like they just saw videos 
of you know dated videos because definitely you know mid 90s <laughs> mid to late 90s style okay i'm gonna give and, this to you manny you're gonna love this you're gonna go love this manny sorry to interrupt you you're gonna love this if you google gender neutral colors what pops up is beige light gray black white and blue yeah i'm saying black and white has been the default not wasabi wasabi's not even on there not, it's not even on the list <laughs> well, well but but they the they had th they, they polled thousands of gamers to find wasabi and that is their that is their uh tactical advantage <laughs> Can I, because th that wasabi looks a little bit suspiciously like the green from Xbox. I'm just saying. I'm not pointing it out. I'm not. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't get it. This this article, this article is. It really should. I wish it was a parody. It's not. It. It's it's just silliness. It's mind numbing. It's so dumb to me that it just it really it makes me tired I, you know i want i it's like a, it's like you know i just ate thanksgiving dinner i just want to take a nap you know what i'm saying like please stop this i just want to sleep this <laughs> <laughs> freaking ridiculous being you that trip trip to fame or in that article <laughs> laced with trip to fame oh my goodness so i mean i don't know speaking speaking of uh uh, I, 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 I don't, I don't even. Uh, I was gonna try and think of a of a, a nice segue, but Anita, Sar Anita Sarkeesian, uh, uh yeah. is in the news. This isn't gender neutral <laughs> because it's about Mandalorian. Oh, oh my! There you go. That is the segue. Because <laughs> no, edit that out. Edit that out. That's terrible. No man, that was great. Speaking of Mandalorian, <laughs> um, all righty. So, so there's there's some things going on with Disney Plus, right? <clears throat> Most recently, as far as the the time of a recording, uh, Anita Sarkeesian made some complaints about Mandalorian. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and this is in a, in a Twitter, Twitter feed. So, so you can go in and take a look as of right now. It's, this is, this is up. I'm not going to go ahead and, and take pictures, but go to the hardcorecasuals.com. Uh, we have the, the links there on the podcast notes, uh, in the tweet, she says, am I extremely tired or is there not a single female speaking character in the first episode of Mandalorian? Um, I've got I, I've got to have missed something, right? Uh, and then she goes on. Uh, is there anything worth reading here? Uh, I'm gonna skip a couple tweets, and then she says, "I still feel like like I just forgot an entire scene, and that in this year of our Lord 2019, an epic blockbuster television show could not be released without any female speaking parts." So she goes out just. To, to make this hey the mandalorian if you haven't seen it it's good right it's 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 a like a spaghetti western uh style if, if you have you ever watched kung star movies, wars it, yeah in case nobody listening it's star wars it's right? star wars it's star wars uh, yeah. very uh, star wars i haven't i haven't caught any of it yet 
but just reading through some of this woman's uh, tweets, I don't know who Anita Sarkeesian is. She's got a check by her name. So Anita Sarkeesian is she's like the gaming's the gaming world's like favorite feminist, you know. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's right yeah, here in her profile. A so, feminist. She's self-identified feminist media critic. Right. Um, uh, she, yeah, <laughs> she, you know, was in this conflict with like Gamergate and, and she's like always making, you know, agree or disagree, whatever. She's definitely making uh, these types of takes. These are like her, her bread and butter type of takes, you know. Uh, this is her. This is her. This are uh, okay. Anita uh, Anita Sarkeesian. This is her commodity yes. that she is pushing, right? right. So this is she, she. She's selling her book. She's trying to get speaking gigs and yep. consulting. So mm-hmm. this is she. She probably gives two shits about this actual perspective or being oppressed. I don't know. Like, but this is going to get her clout, and this is going to allow her to charge for speaking engagements. That, that, that's and exactly that's right. That's exactly about. right. So because it, 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 go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, just it, 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 this makes um, like to, to think that you uh, as an artist, as a filmmaker have to abide by said um, parameters in your vision that alters your artistic vision. Like, so what? Like somebody got the job to direct this. And if there's no speaking parts for women in say all the episodes, who gives a shit? Because that's that person's artistic vision. It does not have to bend to your will or your perspective. Just try to gain clout to sell fucking speeching engage speaking engagements. It's crazy. That's exactly that's exactly that's exactly right. And then what what ends up happening is she makes these kind of takes, right? <clears throat> and it pisses off a lot of people in in certain fandoms, you know. And people people like men and women, you know. I you know how you know how I saw this this freaking uh tweet? I saw this tweet off of like female Twitter Twitterers that I follow that retweeted saying how dumb it was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how I came across this one. Uh, Mrs. Baku, Mrs. Baku's Dizzy Baku's wife, Mrs. Baku, right? Uh, retweeted and, and was basically saying that the take is wrong. You know, and uh, th- that's how I, I picked it up. And I, I'm taking a look. And, and and again, you see there's men and there's women that both disagree with her. And then, of course, you, you're going to go in and say all of this is is just proof that they're fra- like the fragility of of the white men and how, you know, how weak and, and easily angered they are. And and this is. And this is why I I I fight this fight, you know. Like she she takes oh she makes God. she makes the and she turns it around. She makes the bad take, pisses She's, off people mm-hmm. equally, turns it into a you know a race and a gender thing, where it's not, you know. Right. And then this is yeah. And oh, then boy. like recycles it into her this, own little echo chamber. Ticks me off. Like people people just trying to. Uh, 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 monetize 
um, civil right movements. Right. <laughs> like you can be a feminist, you can fight for feminist causes, but don't do it in the name of make it a buck. Do it because you believe in it, not because you try to make money. Like <laughs> right. It's crazy. That that kind of pisses me off. Well, it's these co-oping a, a movement to make to turn a quick dollar. That's <laughs> terrible. And but also like <clears throat> like we have we have to be careful with these these types of things, right? Because now, like, and we've talked about this in different shades before, right? Uh, when we talked about the Joker movie, and, and and really, there's no shortage of of the the social justice takes and and super woke like you know offenses out there, where they look at everything in the paradigm of with like freaking like like a pen and pad in hand. Like, oh, how many how many blacks do I see? Oh, do I see any Hispanics? Oh, there's low representation of females. This is not good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't enjoy anything. You can't enjoy anything when you're just, you know, trying to, you know, every single show, every song, every every movie, every piece of entertainment <laughs> that that comes through right. your your you know your uh, that you want to enjoy is in that paradigm of what uh, the different identities and, and social representation. It's, it's, it's a, it, to me, it seems like a miserable way to live. <laughs> hey man, I'm, I'm happy. I don't know who this lady is because ignorance is bliss, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what, like, Oh, good God. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I hope man. she makes a lot of money. I hope she makes a lot of money off of her hot mm-hmm. takes and uh, she, uh, her, her social justice. She's fighting here. She's out there. She's 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 you know she's making these social uh, engagements and whatnot. She's definitely out there. But I think honestly, I I think oh oh all right. I'm gonna we're gonna go a little a little side tangent. She had this this uh she had this um company that that it was called feminist frequency you know and uh i remember it was years ago that she set a kickstarter a kickstarter to for feminist frequency to start a discord server right a free discord server a free discord server right so what (laughs) a kickstarter now what is the dollar amount just give one number what do you think the dollar amount that they were trying to raise for the the discord the discord server which you can open up for free okay i'm gonna say like a month of internet and a computer a really badass computer six thousand dollars so the kickstarter was for twenty five thousand dollars <laughs> 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 oh, she got it too, didn't she? She got, she got it. it. Yeah, she got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh my goodness, <laughs> what was the stretch goal? Stretch goal is channels. <laughs> it's just one channel for twenty five thousand dollars. If we hit thirty thousand dollars, it'll be two channels. Unbelievable inside the free Discord. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I mean, I don't even know. This kind of stuff bothers me. It, it because. And like you said, there's 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 creative vision, right? And if you if you have a different vision, then make that vision, right? Go out and and make that game. Like we we see 
we see all kinds of wonderful games out there with female leads and that that talk about all kinds of interesting interesting uh, uh topics look at hellblade right wasn't that that was like game of the year last year uh no no uh right. no or two years ago no it's it? the depression one yeah yeah i know yeah, yeah 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 um amazing game female lead talking about like deep real you know uh psychological issues what about uh we had uh this is small little indie game celeste against these like red dead redemption and and uh um god of war and uh spider-man right and then you had uh, this little indie game celeste and it was again a a, a girl uh about a, you know this female lead this girl that's trying to climb a mountain and and uh, the mountain had uh direct ties to to uh uh like depression and whatnot right so trying to conquer your your own your own things a wonderful little indie title uh that that was up there so i'm, I'm saying that there's not it's not like there's a shortage out there you know and, and we like to see those things that's 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 great but when you go out there and and you're trying to dictate what other people do their their goal their their message their vision because it doesn't it doesn't have you know have the right boxes checked that's oh, that's horrible that's horrible you're, you're gonna you're going to completely corrode creative expression you know uh, whatever, whatever yeah so it, yeah. that stuff bothers hey, me the documentary <laughs> see a documentary about the rainforest man did you see that uh, the whole time i'm watching it whole time i'm watching it i didn't see a single desert i'm like where are all the deserts <laughs> inside yeah. this rainforest documentary like you're right come on. there's not there's not enough representation yes. that's exactly right that's exactly right you know oh, um you know whatever all right so there was another there was another disney thing right it's disney related because that was disney plus mandalorian well, i mean this this might be legit this might be a little legit i think there was like some some really heavy duty uh <laughs> i haven't looked at the the offerings but i remember yeah you know, right. pretty so so for the for those of you who, who are wondering what we're talking about there's an article over here uh we have from the blaze uh and and this was out and about on twitter and everything uh disney plus streaming platform includes trigger warnings for pinocchio lady and the tramp and more so the some of their classic some of their classic, um, you know, movies and older cartoons. They have trigger warnings uh, for, quote unquote, outdated cultural depictions. Uh, and that, it, I mean, it bothered a lot of people, you know, it bothered a lot of people that are saying like, like, can't, can't you just leave? leave the the classics alone why do are people so sensitive are people so sensitive that they can't even watch an old cartoon in context you know and the answer of course is yes yes they they are too sensitive they they are so sensitive that they need warnings <laughs> they, and we can't I, watch anything after in seeing the list anymore. of movies here i don't really i was thinking like it was like some blackface stuff is what i was thinking uh I don't really. I mean, I haven't seen these movies in, a, in a quite a bit, but I don't see. Um, so we're going to be reading. There's, there's Dumbo specifically. Uh, the Jungle Book, Lady and the Tramp, Aristocrats, Fantasia. You know. Uh, 
and more and more. These are just these are just a small offering. You know, a lot of the older cartoons uh, okay. had 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 stereotypical depictions. But you know, I don't. You know what? That doesn't bother me, man. Stereotype. You know, stereotypes. Because stereotypes are are real. Like you know, it's it's over generalizations, over simplifications of. It's like a car. It's like a caricature, right? It's a caricature. Yeah, yeah, it's I not necessarily no accurate, but there's a there's a few features in there that are exag- exaggerated and and that, that we can we can recognize, you know, for comedic purposes, for just, you know, simple recognition. I don't that doesn't bother me. I've never I never look at these things if done in taste. Right. I don't look at these things and be like, oh, my goodness, this is so, so horribly offensive. You know, if they take it, the caricature and and then try and be racist from that point. Well, that's that's a different story. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to actively say uh, that so and so race is is ignorant or what, what have you. Then that that might right. be problematic, but the, the, the but my tolerance is is very high in that, especially in you can take a look at something from a different era and say, "Man, that's really from a different era," you know what I'm saying? And then j- just appreciate it right. for what it was, and then leave it be. But to ignore like <clears throat> uh, to ignore or to delete or censor or all these these things, I think is wrong. These are like a- artistic history at this point. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't, you know, uh, cleanse, cleanse it. You know. Right. Um, I, I, but I, mean, you know, I don't yeah, think you me, should. Go ahead. Yeah, for me, I, this like the accent stuff. The only reason it's becoming more apparent, or or it even sounds more exaggerated now is because the proliferation of american culture around the world and the the um Eng- english spreading and becoming the second language in, in most of the world so you know even like people in new york i grew up in new york you grew up in the east coast uh you know those accents are disappearing altogether you know it's becoming this very generic you know sounding um a homogenous and that's yeah <laughs> yeah it's homogenizing exactly around the world so something that you know seems more stereotypical now you know was less stereotypical then because uh, chine chinese uh or asians weren't as um culturally connected to the u.s and and melted together um as they are today and china china wasn't even we weren't even trading with china during this point in american history you right. know what i mean like, right which is which so which is where off. which where earlier where we say context matters right so here's a big piece of context and with some of the disney films where in the world war ii era where there were some you know maybe not the the nicest depictions of 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 the japanese you know well we were at war (laughs) with the japanese at at the time (laughs) you know i'm saying so so again like that doesn't mean that that you agree with those depictions, but at the very least, you can look at them w- within the historical context and understand what's going on within there, you know, and and again, you don't have to agree with it, 
but I, I, I don't I don't think it's right to to take that away because then you also lose the context of which it originally had. That being that, yeah, this is a cartoon propaganda film. It's a pro. It's an American pro-war prop- propaganda film. No, no. Um, okay, the one that they're talking about is Aristocrat, Aristocats, and that came out in the seventies. Well, so we well, had just uh, yeah. opened up trade well, to China. Oh, on the Fantasia, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's oh, no, there's so the many Arista, there's there's so many uh, different uh, like uh, uh, ones that are not on this list, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. as well I'm, i don't know uh, if they're yeah. on disney plus mind you but i know that they <laughs> yeah, exist true, 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 true. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, so I, I i don't know i don't know this this kind of stuff this kind of stuff bothers me i i wish i don't know i just i just wish we we can like look at things and not just get so upset like context matters and and the time and the era that also matters. It may not be appropriate now, and it may be you know too risque now. But that's that doesn't mean that it doesn't have artistic value within the context and the time setting that that it originally aired. And it doesn't mean that you can't appreciate that. I don't know. This stuff is ridiculous. Let's move on. Yeah, I, 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 I got no problem with people doing accents that like, I don't find that. I don't think that's racist at all. I think to people doing an doing an impression like you can't like that's God, what I'm man. That's, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. But then, you know, the, the you know, if I do an really, Arnold Schwarzenegger impression and I, I, I do a hack job of it, but I'm just having fun. Am I like right. racist to Austrians? Like, <laughs> well, that's come on. the thing is, the thing is that that once you start going down this that path, then everything becomes potentially racist. And that's literally where we are now as a society where everything offends everybody because because they don't have there's no there's no nothing grounding anything anymore. We don't have any any sense of 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 like, you know social morality anymore there's no right there's no wrong at all everything every everybody individually has their own truth has, and their own feelings matter and and you know uh words are violence you know what i'm saying like it's yeah. it's 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 societal decay straight up and get this man <laughs> get this go ahead get this and if say you do have a youtube channel uh, if you have a YouTube channel and you uh, and you're doing impressions of of people, you might have to market 18 plus. Right. So you might so have to market 18 plus. You might have to market 18 or get, plus or get fined. Oh yeah. Oh right. Up to up to forty five thousand dollars per video. Uh, you guys might be wondering what are you guys talking about? Well, the next story that we have here is now talking about YouTube. Right. Uh, there's we talked about YouTube last week where last week they, they changed the terms of service where that where where they said that uh, they could essentially cancel any account that they deemed unprofitable. But uh, they didn't they didn't explain what what that was. And you have people that had, you know, that have had their accounts shut down already. 
they they showed wow. they had files uh, uh, pictures screen caps and said look all of these videos were greenlit greenlit which means full monetization you know multiple videos greenlit so so what do you mean not not necessarily profitable what does that mean and and we're, then you're going to fall into the whole thing of you know they they already are not following their their pre-existing terms of service in an open transparent way and people were complaining about censorship and some of those complaints as far as i can see are incredibly valid and deeply concerning you know so they don't have a, a good track record already so then when they said oh well, well we're di- we can just essentially the new terms of service they can go and shut down any account at their will troublesome this new story for this week is about kappa kappa uh what is kappa is the it's the uh oh, let's see if i can remember <laughs> the ch- the child online uh privacy, privacy protection act is i think that's right there you go got it <laughs> oh baby uh the ch- the children's or child's online privacy protection act now this was was uh enacted I believe years years ago, a couple years ago, but it never it never fully took place. It's, it will fully take place, twenty twenty, right? So here's the deal with this. What what they're trying to do and right is to protect. I believe it was like almost twenty years ago. Right when when Kappa was first enacted, they 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 said, "Listen, yeah. it's not okay, it's not okay to track, knowingly track, uh, minors under thirty, like twelve years old and below." Right. So under so that's why you have a lot of the, like for Mixer, they say, oh, you're not supposed to be on here if you're 13 and, and below. Like, like these these types of things. It's a, like a policy. That's why they exist because of COPPA. Right. So. YouTube. Was caught red handed. Like brazenly selling advertisements to minors <laughs> or right to, to the minor block and the ftc <laughs> they go and said hey wait a minute we, you know we, how are you selling targeted ads to children when you're not supposed to have data on children as according to this long-standing rule right well they got caught they got fined a 170 million dollar settlement against google for 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 youtube screwing up by selling you know gathering knowingly gathering information on minors and and trying to sell you know that information for advertisers so youtube got slapped up and then you know they had to they made a part of the settlement agreement is they have to change their whole infrastructure around and this is where it's really it makes a big difference now for 2020 where the otis right the the uh, of of 
uh, changing your uh, or, or classifying your content from child, 13 and under, or 12 and under, and adult uh, is now on you as a content creator. And the fines, wow. the fines, or, or, uh, and again, we said up to $45,000 per video can now be transferred not to Google to the content creator, to the individual. This is, this is, this is a big deal for content creation. Yeah. It says right here, the FTC is likely to focus on high profile cases against popular channels. So watch yeah. out. But they also said, they said like on the videos when they were talking about Kaba, they said, we are going to aggressively we 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 are, we have the tools to go through like millions of accounts. We will be aggressively enforcing. This is crazy because like in two thousand eight, like the financial institutions literally like bankrupted the you know the, like millions of people and um, had to get bailed out for billions of dollars. And now um the ftc is going after people who make freaking videos for 40 nobody got charged in any of that in 2008 2009 nobody got charged from that but the ftc is now trying to charge forty two thousand dollars a a hit a video for just the average joe making videos that is right i i i believe i said forty five thousand. i'm sorry it is forty two thousand. Forty two. oh my goodness yeah so that's nuts uh YouTube says, hey, you, you know, you're going to have to make these these changes. You get a lawyer. You got a lawyer up. Right. Because if you don't, the 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 weight, the responsibility of the classification is not in YouTube's hands. They 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 say that there's there's an article. They have a video out there uh, that go ahead and explains this a little bit. They they're washing their hands on it. They're not giving advice because the second they go and give advice, the the responsibility is is on them. So instead, it's on the content creators. It doesn't make any sense. Like YouTube is like making all the money from like they just don't. I don't I don't know. This is like mind boggling. It's a right. Well, like the, there, the, there's, the content there, creator they, makes a very small portion of what YouTube makes, and now that the now the onus is on the person who only makes the tiny portion of the money, right. the onus is on that person as opposed right. to the company making ninety eight percent of the profit. Like yeah. what? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I it's, think you just uh, picking these articles to trigger me. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, th these these are the stories, man. You know, I I wish I wish they weren't. You know, but it's crazy. Like this, like as a content creator, this kind of stuff is incredibly disheartening. You know, like I like the golden era of content creation is all is behind us. Yeah, and I missed the boat. Damn it, <laughs> I freaking missed the boat. <laughs> the uh the gold mines are tapped yeah <laughs> i mean in, 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 in some in some sense 
you know, like the content creation, individual content creation is, 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 you know, a, a, a new and exciting industry or whatnot, but in many other senses, like there, there's, you know, infringements upon, upon, you know, freedom of speech. There is, there's unfair uh, or unequal enforcement of, of said rules of terms of service. Um, like it's okay to have a policy, right? A platform is, is 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 totally is within their right to have a policy for their platform. But once you say, "Well, we're going to enforce harder on this one because I I like or I don't like your message, and I'm going to let that slide because I don't mind you so much," well, that's the wrong. You know, if you're going to have a policy, it has to be equal. But this that's not happening and that's where the problem is and then this this is a whole it's a whole different deal so so one of the one of the issues here uh let me see if i can find it i i, I was looking it up earlier so we can't provide legal advice yeah we talked about that um bup, 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 bup. no i can't find it all righty so so here's here's gonna be my uh this is going to be my my paraphrase there there's there's two i think there's two different types of of classifications right there's child directed and i think there's something like child like a, attractive or so, something like that uh so there's two different types so one is content that is specifically made for children right uh right so as an example would be you know i don't know the ABCs, right? Somebody that's that's doing an educational video for children, ABCs, blah, 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 right? Clearly, children, no problem. You mark it up, children. Now, there's something else. Now, what happens if, uh, as a perfect example, Greg, you like Minecraft, right? I do. What happens if, if you play Minecraft... And you record it and you put it on YouTube. And since your content is not for is not geared for children, you put a channel, a channel wide, you can put a channel wide uh uh you know label on all your content. It says for adults, it's not for children. But you have you have a, a video of you streaming Minecraft. Well, that is a game that children like, so that should be not 18 plus even though you're, you're you don't say at all that your stuff is for for uh children your children. channel is labeled as 18 plus you can still get dinged on that video potentially wow so so a channel wide subscription as like because because the rules here are vague may not may not be enough to to save you you know, because who, who? Well, is it just the interpret? So is it just the interpret? Who's interpreting? So if I mark mine, it says it's for kids. Um, but the whole time I'm just like cursing and doing things in it. Like who who checks it? Well, there's going to be algorithms, right? And we know how freaking accurate those are. You know, and they're just going to say, is, hey, is, wait, is the FT, F, FTC making these algorithms or no, is so YouTube? So there's going to be two FTC different things. So YouTube is going to do some algorithms. Right. But that's one of the things they said is they don't want it to be 
like a full on AI type type stuff. The oh, algorithm boy. isn't enough. So they will be looking. And the FTC said like they have the tools to go ahead and, and take a look for themselves. And you know, th well, what they're going to do is they said, I mean, according, according to the, this, the whatever press release, they say that they, they have the tools and they're ready to go to aggressively enforce. Right. Again, paraphrasing, but that's, that's the type of language that they were saying. Uh, now I'm not, I don't know. Like there are there are some manual reviews, and if that's the case, you have some freaking intern who's watching like yeah, thousands watching. and thousands of videos a day. You just get a couple of seconds on a clip, and it's just oh man, this dude's on Minecraft. That should be for children. Boom, done. Maybe you know, maybe hey, maybe, maybe thirty is, seconds. Maybe we'll employ more people in the government. So everybody's got a job. They got to go be a narc <laughs> on YouTube. You get paid $15 an hour. You get health care. You just got to be a YouTube narc. And you go ahead and you just click whether or not this was appropriate for children. There's billions of videos out there. I just solved. I, I just solved unemployment in the whole world. We got it. <laughs> uh. This stuff oh is, I mean, so if you, if you're a content creator out there, you're listening and specifically, um, looking at YouTube, uh, look somewhere else. I'm there's, but that's the thing there is. I mean, like if you're looking to, to, if you're looking to make videos and take advantage of YouTube's, uh, what, 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 what is the word? Like their, 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 uh, monetization right you're gonna need to freaking lawyer up man or be extremely careful or just just know that it's not about the intent of, from what i understand that it's not about the intent of the content it's about it's about what and it's not even about like uh you know that you you are out there again like like saying my whole channel is 18 plus from what I understand, right. it's even if there's stuff in there that might be perceived as attractive to children or attracting children, potentially can get fined. Right. So toys. But then but then that's the thing. Like if you if it's being manually re reviewed for like 30 seconds, like are they going to look at you're looking at like, a I don't know, several hundred dollar uh a statue figurine type type deal for for adult traders right collectors right and you do a video on that well like oh that looks like a toy that's for children there's a forty thousand dollars it, it, it's it's potentially the, really screwed up man <laughs> It's 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 Maybe paint it, the top of the action figure orange, you know, like they did with toy guns back in the day. Like you paint the tip orange, and then you know it's a toy. So if it doesn't have an orange tip, that yeah. means it's eighteen yeah. plus, and you don't you can't charge those people forty two thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's here's the thing I was looking for. It's it's in the correction at the very end. Creators won't actually be able to appeal YouTube's decision about whether their videos are directed at kids under the new policy. Uh, out of the new system will begin rolling out in 2020. So, so like YouTube is going to go out there and they're going to start, you know, doing it themselves. 
for a bit, right, in, in the background, and you can't appeal. You won't apparently won't be able to go in and appeal how they dictate your your content, and you're gonna have to wow. be very very careful. You're gonna have to be very very careful if you are now. I I don't I don't know. Like, is all are all video games right? Or if the video game is, you know, if you're playing Pokemon, right? But right. Like, does that make it kids? Even though, even though you're you're trying to cater your your stuff for adults, I don't know. It's it's there's a lot that's that's not known. It's it's YouTube is not known for their transparency. The one thing we do know is that the burden of uh under responsibility of upholding these 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 fines of up to forty two thousand dollars per video lands on the content creator, and this potentially. Wow, is is a really devastating game changer. Yeah. So they're trying to self-regulate, basically. They're trying to they're they are trying, you know, they got fined, they're stepping washing their hands and stepping in the side and says, Listen, we you know, we don't know what these hooligans are, are up to. Find them. Mm. You know, I'm saying that's what they're doing. It's not even self-regulation. They're doing it a little street bit. Street toughs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so that's pro that's problematic man so check it out uh i know th i i by the time you're hearing this like they're this is what they do they have uh a fictitious window where they say they're going to listen to 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 people but it's only a few days and they're not actually listening they just do it for show <laughs> and they and they push it all out yeah. leave a and, message at the beep leave a yeah. message we'll get back yeah, yeah. we'll get back you're, to you're, you yeah. <laughs> Your, uh, you, you know, your, your, your opinion means a lot to us. Please leave this message. <laughs> oh my yeah, goodness! Just forever on hold. <laughs> so uh, there was uh, this dude, Richard Lewis, who got an award. Who is this guy? This guy, he's a, uh, he's a, a game journalist dude. You know. Uh, did you did you hear this article at all? There's Richard Lewis. No, he got an award. No, he came, he went up out there and he had a really interesting. So he had something interesting to say about games journalism as a whole. Uh, let me see if I can go and I haven't. I'm gonna play this. I'm gonna play this for you. All right. Okay. Okay. Come here. Yeah. Hold on. What is this? So I'm relegating my good friend here to be, in my, to be in my mic stand. Uh, there's a few things I wanted to say. I know people have kept this speeches short. I'll try and do the same shit. Uh, I just want to say that I don't consider good journalism a competitive endeavor. I do consider, if you will accept it, I'm up here taking this award for everybody else in my field. There were some great names there. I'm real sorry it wasn't you guys. You will get your time. I got two of these. I won't get another one. Um, there was, a, there was a, a name that should have been on the list though, Cecilia D'Anastasio. I just want you to know if you're watching this stream, your work is valued, your work is necessary. You could have just as easily been stood here giving a better speech than mine. So anyway. So re real, real quick, real quick. Uh, this is Richard Lewis. He, he, he's up for, for his, uh, for an award on, on his, I don't know on what, what piece, uh, that he got the award for, but it's for just for journalism, right? Journalist of the year he got. 
games journalist games journalist of 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 the esports esports i believe is the official title right esports journalist of the year this is the Uh, first annual esports i i mean honest to be honest i don't really follow i i don't really follow i have no i have no idea uh but (laughs) Esports award. He goes out there and he uh, I, I, uh, he names uh, Cecilia uh, Denastasia. I probably butchered the name. I'm sorry. I believe she works in uh, Kotaku, and she says, "Hey, you know, Cecilia does great work. I, you know, I respect your work. I value your work." And then he goes on to completely bash, like. Kotaku a lot, but like the state of games journalism. So here's where it gets spicy. Take a listen. Hey, uh, what I just want to talk about is why this award's important. Not my award that I won, because that would be narcissistic. All our awards, because we have to look after ourselves. Because there's these external media companies, they're looking at esports, and they want to write the history, and they want to tell the stories. And you know who I'm talking about? Polygon. People like that. Waypoint. The Kotakus, right? And their approach to writing about our thing is twofold. They've consistently embarrassed themselves writing pieces that expose their complete ignorance about our scene, lack of sources, and unoriginal opinions on topics we have talked to death for 20 years. The second has been to write hit pieces and smears, mostly propagated on half-truths or out-and-out lies. And it's about some of you in this room. Give them hell. They write about it because they think if they get one or two or 12 of you out of the way, they can get their friends in, get their cronies in, take over and gatekeep our industry. So let's compare and contrast. The reason I'm stood here is probably one story. I wrote a story about a great guy, one of our best ambassadors, Rick Fox who was receiving racial abuse while he was in Echo Fox. It's a disgrace what happened to him. I love that guy. We all owe him a great debt. That's the kind of story I want to break, and that's the kind of story I want to fight for. All righty. So, so, so again. So Rick Fox, the basketball guy, right? Who bought the eSports team? Yes. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, so... He goes in again, and, and where he, he, does, he does the thing where... He, he he's gonna find one person right so he found cecilia uh denastasio as uh, you know i you are good i'm bashing i'm gonna bash your company i'm about to bash your company but i the but but she is good right so she has one one person that as an example of good and then goes in to explain the, the bad right so then he goes yeah that, I, that's right i'm talking to you the white points the polygons the katakus it, just in case you were wondering you know uh and then he says here's an example of a good story this you know this this is a story that that had that had value and whatnot and then he's about to go in and explain uh you know actually like name certain examples all of these happened this year take take a listen let's have a look at some of their greatest hits from the mainstream games press well Outside of Cecilia's work, it's not great. There were the lies that they printed about a CSGO major event being a Trump rally because the journalist misread a sign. Great work. (laughs) What about the time they all rallied around to stop abuse of a female Overwatch player that didn't exist, which they would have found if they'd done a cursory fact check 
And of course, there's the annual hit piece they write trying to cancel any one of you. Oh, what about that interview they did with the world's most popular streamer outside of a toilet? One throwaway quote still haunting him today. It's an outrage. So anyway, that is in reference to, I'm pretty sure, uh, Ninja, who he had this quote a while ago that referenced essentially that how he he was was being very uh selective with who he streamed with and he didn't want he was uh, uncomfortable okay. yeah, to yeah, streaming yeah, yeah. with with females to prevent like the gossip because uh, uh, in fear of like disrespecting his wife or or at the time um maybe uh what what what's a better phrasing of of just just to, to to not put undue stress on 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 the right. relationship just start Doesn't some that, hearsay right. or something right you know, right having uh, like which you know uh, my personal opinion is is that's com- completely valid and and who who is anybody else to to complain about about his own personal decision you know what i'm saying but you know right. whatever here, here we go Let, let's uh let's continue to play Despite this, I want to welcome good journalists from a non-esports background into the scene because there are hundreds of stories every year that must be told to make our industry better. I stuck it out for 15 years because I care. I care about this industry. I care about everyone in this room and I care about everyone at home. And that's why I want to make it as best as it can be. Thanks so much for this award. I love you all dearly. Thank you. All righty, all righty. So there, so there, there it goes. Um, um, to me, I'm thinking that's freaking. He came out there, you know, with guns blazing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on on that? Uh, you know, like I think the ninja thing. Uh, you know, whatever. Like, um, you know, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know why that. If he said it, no, you know, whatever, like he quoted it. People say dumb stuff like in passing all the time, not thinking, especially right. when you're like confronted by somebody. Um, and maybe but don't I, have I, like I, it's maybe like the best reason. But I mean, sure, people could judge whatever you want. You can judge them for it. But like, uh, yeah, I could see, I could see the the. And that's exactly what this other woman was doing, though, too, that we talked about earlier on Twitter. Anita uh, Sarkeesian, you know, they're like um, he's that's what he seems like he's talking about is like clout chasing for these or, you know, just like giving finding a division point to rally a group, you know, or to 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 emphasize or exaggerate the overall importance of a um of something when it's not overly important like you know that that ninja quote about him not like who really cares like oh okay he doesn't play with women big deal like whatever and Uh, and also like this was i believe the quote was from 2017 that's not even a recent quote but it's something that's brought up again and again it was just brought up a couple months ago you know i'm saying uh and is oh, so something that's always used against him, but that that that's the the thing that the, the that he's talking about is like it it was an offhanded quote uh, quote he outside of outside of a bathroom you know what I'm saying and they took that quote right. and then they use it to attack him for years you know 
Uh, and is but that's what he's saying. Is is that journalism? You know, and and when when you have journalists out there just trying to dig dig that up, just just a dig. And you know, he has two articles on Dix Tarot. <clears throat> the links are going to be on the hardcorecasuals.com. Uh, definitely check it out. He has a lots of other examples, in particular of, of part two. There was one with uh, Jason Schreier and, and Dr. Disrespect, of which on the video you see Dr. Disrespect doing a standing O, you know. Uh, here we go. There, I mean, there's a list of, of, of quick shots over here, and I'll, I'll just read a couple. <clears throat> there was... An erratic, uh, and he has all links. There's all links to the articles, right? An erratic, oh, fa uh, erotic that. fan fiction about Street Fighter uh, uh, Five passing off as game uh, as a game analysis, right? And it was like <laughs> the link is, oh, Ken and Ryu that he thinks that they were that you know they're convinced that they made out, right? And that it, that was <laughs> you know passed off as a game analysis. <laughs> Uh, a post on Mario Kart that declared Wario as a as a libertarian and Bowser as a fascist. An article about how people who attend uh, Smash events have hygiene problems. An article about what stops women from going pro in esports that has a dialogue between two women who have never tried to go pro in esports. So he's he's just talking about like all these these different these different things. Like like as an example here, and I would have I don't want to put words in his mouth. But maybe the 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 idea of what does it take for a female to go pro in esports that could be a real story. But when when you you have people interviewed that women who have never tried to go pro in esports, then what are you actually trying to do? Are you are you just right. trying to now frame an argument? You know, be to your own to the message that you you know a free a free assigned message that you want to give because that's not journalism you know what i'm saying uh it's it, what it it's is, really is funny some of these articles uh like and and i noticed this a lot with like kotaku and some other sites but like i'll see something on reddit like a few days yes or i'll see an article about it the post on reddit on right. Kotaku, like they're just, just combing Reddit for stuff. Like this one, um, this one article right here, uh, like an article on performing fellatio while your love interest is playing video games, a sucking dick to mean playing badly. Like <laughs> this is like this was like the, all the stuff they're talking about is just memes and shit off of yeah, Reddit. Yeah, no, that's exactly that's exactly exactly right. And and, and there's a, there's a lots of of this that goes on. And they they go they find uh, Reddit and they just copy it and then they they'll go in, but it's 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 cherry picked, right? Because yeah. the, the article of the uh they like narratives they like na that's what it is they want to push a, a narrative that sounds good a story that sounds good to their narrative uh, that was example perfect example is when uh they were they were quick to talk about the the harassment of uh it, it was uh, the i forget the, the 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 team name but it was of the first female in a particular class in overwatch i believe it was and uh and they were talking about how she was harassed to the point where she had to quit 
and they were all articles left and right about that. But on Reddit, they said, "Hey, we she doesn't. We don't think she exists." <laughs> so they went back, like, because they had, uh, and I'm I'm forgetting the names now. We definitely talked about it before. I can't tell you what what episode of the podcast it was, but uh, the fact that the this this name came out out of nowhere up on the upper echelon of 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 points right and that that typically doesn't happen uh so people were trying to say like who who is this you know and that that's the one that said oh the, the, she's a female blah 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 but but all the research done on it like none of it none of it seemed to pan out even even when they she they she made the, a, a team to a pro sport she never even had an interview or he, the, the, the person because <laughs> it wasn't even a she they, they didn't even have a face-to-face interview but still, they were they pushed out the stories like, oh, it's you know we have a, a female player, bop bop bop, you know, and and then it turned around like like the person quit because it was a joke that went too far, <laughs> and then they said, oh, it was the harassment, and then they turned the story around against that. It's is it's it's one of many examples of just poor journalism because they they don't necessarily care about the story; they care about pushing a certain set of ideas you know uh did you see this one here the article that compares teabagging the act of moving up and down quickly on a dead or prone opponent in a video game to sexual assault slash rape i uh i did like what which way which Uh, which one is words do matter you know what words do matter yeah they really do yeah Oh, I see. I see it right here. I see it right here. And, and 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 again, check it out. We have all of these articles have links. Uh, if you're interested in seeing these these examples, so so he has a two part uh, articles links for, links for both of them on the hardcorecasuals.com. Uh, and we're reading this from Dick Stero. That's where uh, Richard Lewis writes. I think this is stuff that we've that we've been seeing for a long time it's in game journalism it's in entertainment journalism it's in journalism journalism right so called <laughs> rest in peace because to me journalism is dead <laughs> but you know it, it's agenda driven it's agenda driven yeah, right? not, so, not a gender not a gender not a gender agenda <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh, so I, I think it's a shame i think i think he's exactly right you know and and i think i think um it was it was something that needed to be said and i i applaud him man richard lewis i i gave him a, a follow on on the twitters you know what i'm saying i was like bro i want to hear more about what this dude has to say uh well yeah there you go. We had this was this was this what what an episode to miss Buddha. There was all kinds of stuff. He's probably happy. He's probably happy. He hates talking about this stuff. He's like, oh man, I just want to talk about <laughs> oh, the games. Then they're, they're both talking about it now. <laughs> hey, why don't we take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk about uh, some other stuff. Oh, hey Manny, how you hey. doing? Hey, what's up? Did you know? What? Did you know that there is uh, this brief intermission uh during the hardcore casual podcast 
Oh, really? There's an intermission? Yeah, there is now. You know what would oh. be great to fill this intermission with? What? A little ad. A little ad? Oh, you know what? That actually yeah. sounds like a pretty good idea. What kind of ads do you think? I think we need to reach out to uh, those in the hardcore casual community. Uh, I think uh, that would be a lovely idea. You know, hey, like I said before, I would be happy to shill for, for whoever wanted to in this nice little intermission. It's just a little brief little ad. And then, yeah. boom. Guess what? Boom. Yeah. That shows that you support the podcast. Support the and podcast. And the hardcore casuals stream team. Huh. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Go figure. You, yeah. You should go to uh, anybody that's interested in this little ad. You should go to the hardcorecasuals.com uh, slash uh, discord and hop on in and uh, and reach out, you know? Are you, yeah. Do we have an so, email address maybe they can uh, email? We do. You can go into info at the hardcorecasuals.com. Info yeah. at the hardcorecasuals.com. It's as simple huh. as that. Yeah. Sounds great. That, Sounds great. So let's get back to it, huh? Yeah. Welcome back, Greg. So we How got are the you? nominees. I'm yeah. Good. Welcome back. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Did I'm you good. drain That's the a, swamp? Feel, whew, yeah, I feel so much better. I feel light <laughs> as a feather. Stiff as a board. Light as a feather. There we go. Um, all righty. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a couple minutes left. Let's talk about the 2019 nominees for the video game awards oh baby um so let's i mean really there's there's a couple here there's a lots there's lots of stuff over here man but let's just talk about a couple game of the year control death stranding resident evil sekiro shadows die twice super smash brothers ultimate and the outer worlds mm. what are your thoughts what are you thinking I've played two out of these games, um, and I like them both. Uh, I played Resident Evil 2, and I've been playing Outer Worlds. Um, Smash Brothers is really popular. Uh, Shakiro, I, I haven't seen any of. And Control, I haven't seen any of them. Death Stranding looks interesting. Uh, I, game of the uh, Year. Uh, I So I haven't played many of these um, either. Outer Worlds only like very cursory i downloaded it i walked around it, it seems pretty cool but it's a big it's a big time investment for that one you know sekiro is the game that i probably the, the two games that i wanted to play the most out of, out of these were control because i love remedy studios and mm -hmm. sekiro shadows die twice um personally and this is this is not even from playing the game mind you personally i i love remedy studios i'd love it if they were they were able to, to bring home a prize i think i think they're they're really really good gaming studio i like the games they produce the guys that made you know um uh, max Payne. you know they okay. did they did uh alan wake which is a totally slept on game. It was a wonderful, wonderful game. Alan Wake. It's like a cult classic. It's funny because because mm -hmm. it was it was uh, it was trying to be. It, it was very much inspired by Twin Peaks, which is like 
you know, uh, an underappreciated cult classic, and and the game itself <laughs> became an underappreciated cult classic. You know, <laughs> so so yeah. But Control looks, I mean, looks really good. Sekiro, I I watched a lot. I watched a lot of Sekiro, and it frustrated a lot of people. And I, I think like the way it looked and the gameplay and the the, me- the mechanics of it were really really good death stranding i i i mean i i didn't see a lot of but i know a lot of people were were talking about it so i'm gonna i'm gonna say i'm gonna hope that for for no other reason than i like the studio control go for go for remedy okay yeah yeah i think i I wouldn't say out of the two resident evil 2 and uh out of worlds i'd probably go out of worlds because resident evil 2 is just a remake right i mean it looks great it's new controls um yeah but it's a remake how is a remake on the fact that the remake is on the list is on the running for game of the year means that th- that we're in a, a transition year i was i was just talking about this with <laughs> with with ty spoiler alert uh, but uh but yeah like it's definitely we're in a transition year all righty action game apex legends okay Yep. Astral Chain, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Devil May Cry 5, Gears of War 5, Metro Exodus. Where do you uh, think? My money's on um, Apex Legends. Now, it, I, I think. It, that's that. You know what? It might it might be it, it might be because of how big it became like how fast it became as big as it as it became you know what i'm saying uh like the launch is something for the history books as far as as far as marketing is concerned as far as as mm-hmm. uh you know se- several different uh aspects of, of promotion you know but after the the initial launch it was slow to they were slow to update and but they, they they've they've definitely leveled off and they have they're holding strong on their own apex legends uh yeah i now, think the, the gameplay is just really good uh it's very reminiscent of call of duty it's kind of like a very call of duty thing and then to just have like heroes basically is yeah i loved apex Le- i need to play more apex legends yeah the but, gameplay awesome modern yeah. warfare all of these other games, though, uh, I'm not familiar with Astral Chain, but all the other other games has like a campaign mode to mm, to compensate it. So, so that's one of the things where Apex Legends made a very big impact on lots of different things. But as far as overall game, because it's only multiplayer, I think that hurts it. You know, although they mm-hmm. did they did the multiplayer very well, but so did Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and it also has a, a pretty gritty uh, story, right? Now, I don't want to say gritty, still like, you know, Call of Duty over-the-top action movie, but, but you know, they, they, they did a decent job of, uh, of trying to ground it. You know, and, and also right. Devil May Cry 5, Gears, and Metro, of all of them have like, like really good... Metro, in, in particular... And gears are are two that that uh, I really like. I don't know, man. This one's hard. This one's hard. But I would I, I would just want to say not Apex. <laughs> 
Really? Well, I mean, the, the, the subtitle, it's action game for the best game in action genre focused primarily on combat. Okay. Is oh, okay. The, okay. The, the, okay. You know what? The, You're right. The, you might be right. Focused primarily on combat. Mm. Yeah. If so you're, story, if you, your story arguments out the window. Pal. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you know what? If that's, if that's the case, uh, then Apex Legends might might take it, uh, and and deserve, deservedly so, I think, because they do have a really good mechanics. Yeah, it yeah. feels good. It just PC and Xbox, and I I have an Xbox S. I don't even have an X, and uh, it all feels good. Okay, Snappy. okay, okay. So this is a different deal then. So so. Primarily on combat, that means that this is really looking at the multiplayer, but Metro Exodus doesn't have, I guess, the combat mechanics. That's interesting. Action adventure game category for the best action slash adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. <laughs> Some of these does. The, okay, that's this, that's a, this is that's why a, I don't. This is why I, I don't watch game. straight up. This is why I don't watch. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, so everything. This is the best everything game. You mean action, yeah. adventure, combat, traversal, and puzzles? <laughs> I know. I know. It's any game. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, and the control is up here again. Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening is up there. That that was awesome, but that's also a remake. But I mean, out of Resident Evil 2 and and Legends of Zelda, if if between those two, I'd I'd rather see Legends of Zelda uh take take that take the prize cuz that remake was from a freaking Game Boy game and they turned it into sure. a gorgeous a gorgeous top-down modern day game it was wonderful i know um okay well here's here's one where zelda might win art direction zelda's in on this one yeah i think so i think you're right on that 100 percent uh they also have sekiro uh, and that's they only have, because i haven't played any of these other games <laughs> like, well i i so uh, in, in art direction art direction like like some of these other games like control although is a beautiful game um, but I, I, I don't know. I kind of like, I kind of, I like like the, the indie type of, of art, you know, like it's a little bit just different, you know, mm -hmm. where they had take a more creative license. So even though I haven't played this game, but it has like this watercolor art as this gris, oh, the gris, right? Yeah. That looks freaking cool, you know? And uh, Sayona Wilds has like a like a, a cartoon look to it, and then Legend of Zelda's Link, Link's Awakening, which I thought was beautiful. I really did. Oh yeah, it looked fantastic. You mean you didn't like the uh, monster energy drink cans in Death Stranding? You, did you see that like product <laughs> placement? Uh, I I did I did it's, not see. Yeah, but, like very well detailed monster energy. And they slowly drank it. Yep. Well, have, you know what? I I haven't really seen so much of that. It used to be pretty bad in the like late nineties, early two thousands, like super blatant. Now they're some <laughs> some games are pretty bad. You know who's really, really, really bad? Freaking those two K like basketball games. I was watching. I was watching. Uh, Stupendous play these games, and the it is so bad. It's so freaking blatant. And, uh, 
<laughs> is it like big Pepsi, Pepsi in the middle of Pizza yeah, Hut? Yeah, yeah, it's really bad, man. It's super bad. But <laughs> but but probably no. I mean, there should be a there should be an award for most blatant product placement. And if that's the case, Fortnite <laughs> is the king. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, okay, here's one. Here's one that's interesting. Community support. Oh, they have yeah. Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy, Fortnite, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Community support. Hands down. You know what that is. It has to be Fortnite, Maybe. right? It, it has to be. Oh, I, I would think I would think it was Rainbow Six. I don't know. Fortnite. I don't know. See, see, so Fortnite, the speed of which they can take something rip off other people's ideas modify their game it's it's crazy you know what i'm saying it's true. It true and it's all free right right now right, tom right. clancy's it, tom clancy deserves this as an award for for I'm, I'm sorry rainbow six siege deserves this as an award because they they brought the game from dead on arrival to their biggest success story on their community support alone but right. it's not necessarily I, this year is, is over the past two years that's true now also true if if that's the case i mean really I, if they won this award because they it's it, like ubisoft had a horrible year their mm. their their books their their income was led by the old games and you know what what old game leads the pack tom clancy rainbow six siege because they they supported that game to be uh like a the never-ending success story for them at least in recent years so if they do win if tom clancy does win the uh, rainbow six siege wins this game the well well deserved but fortnite is a huge contender this because the speed like destiny came out and they had a couple good ideas it didn't take fortnite a month before they had every feature that made apex different the speed of which they can that, they can change is crazy, is crazy. <laughs> uh, uh i like this i like this next category here content creator of the year less than greg Buddha uh -huh. will. Uh -huh. It's me, Manny <laughs> it's C. It's me, Manny C. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, but but two of two of the five are mixer content creators. <laughs> that is right. Yeah, that we have uh, Shroud, and we have Ewok, who who just came over not long ago. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't. I I I don't. I like there's Dr. Lupo. I, I, I know, you know, I've, I, I know on this courage that I, I've heard his name once or twice. Gref, Gref, Gref G. Gref Never G. heard of him. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm out of touch guys. I'm out of touch, man. I don't, I don't, I, 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 don't, I know Ewok because, and Shroud because they came to Mixer recently and, the, and that was, you know, recent, recently in the news. Ewok, if anything, I would say Ewok just because she's like, you know i don't know she's just the she's youngest one over there she has uh she's um 
uh, hearing hearing uh, uh, impaired, and she to to be hearing impaired and be a pro gamer in any game, I think is incredibly impressive because audio is a huge is a huge deal in, in right. these games. You know, so and, and and it's also like a whole different. She's gonna win. I'm telling you, she's gonna win. There's, it's a it's a whole. I hope so. I, I I would think so. If anything, it's like it's you know it's, a, it's it would be like a nice fuzzy little heartwarming type of story. You know, and you could tell, bro. You can tell she's gonna win because of the pictures. You can see all these dudes looking super serious. You know, except for courage. He's right. the outlier. If she doesn't win, it's because she's a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's misogyny. That's that's exactly right. Misogyny. The, the, the patriarchy. <laughs> yeah. If she doesn't win, Wait, let's, bl- let's blame the get patriarchy. On the block, let's get a cooking. <laughs> get some clickbait rolling in. That's right. Yeah. Anita Sarkeesian is gonna is hope is hoping that she doesn't win. <laughs> Her next paycheck depends on it. <laughs> Um. All right. Esports game of the year. This is gonna be the last one we do. There's a. This, this, it doesn't stop, man. A ton of them. There's there's a ton of them. Yeah. It doesn't stop. Uh. Last one we're gonna look at. Esports game of the year. Counter Strike Global Offensive. That's still up. For what? Counter Strike Global Offensive. That's like freaking twenty years old. <laughs> the how come? What? Dota Two, Fortnite, League of Legends, and Overwatch. Wow, I don't think I actually I, I care. Think, I don't think I care about. I think about Fortnite it. probably get it. Who? Which one has the biggest prize pool? Dota, maybe. Uh, may I? Um, maybe, maybe Dota. That's a that's a big one. I I, I don't know. Yeah, Dota. But Fortnite, but the, right? but at the same time, like like we're talking about the game game awards for 2019, right? Dota, Dota, League of Legends, right? Counter Strike. They've all been they've all been around for years. Uh, How how do you win this for the game that has delivered the best overall esport experience to players, inclusive of tournaments, community sports, and content updates, irrespective of genre or platform? Yeah, maybe Fortnite. I think I probably I think it's probably going to be Fortnite. I mean, I think a lot of these other games are international, a little bit more international. But I think Fortnite really, really well, putting forward. They were really trying events. to establish them as as like, you know, because because as big as Fortnite is, it's newer in comparison to all of these other games. Over even Overwatch, right? League of Legends, Dota. Right. They they've been, they've had tournaments for a for a while already you know so i don't know i don't know and and the list goes on and on and i i I mean there's some of these that i don't actually care about okay actually let's talk about this one because i know dizzy baku was uh was talking about this fighting game of the year dead or alive 6 jump force mortal kombat 11 uh, samurai showdown and super smash bros ultimate do you play fighting games at all? Uh, I, I don't really play fighting games, but like as a kid, I loved Samurai Showdown. Uh, I played it at the laundromat. 
yeah all the time yeah. that and super off-road were like my my jam they had a neo geo cabinet next to a, a four-person a super off-road machine and then a 1942 machine those are like oh god give me those three games in one machine i would i would love it um yeah so i'll push for uh, i'm pushing for samurai showdown i didn't play i haven't played any of them though right um between all of these i i would say i mean samurai showdown just I, I, i'm gonna you know borrow from you you said just on the freaking nostalgia alone uh that would be kind of cool uh mortal Kombat is a solid freaking game you know so mortal Kombat x and now moving into mortal Kombat 11 like they're they mm-hmm. they are a, a, a they're a good game they're a good fighting game but super smash bros became the number one selling uh, fighting game um i uh, is it is it of all time is it of all time wow okay hey like uh good for them well, I mean, you mean they beat Dead of the Live Six with the Boobalas? They with beat the it with the Boobalas. They beat, yeah, they yeah, beat the Boobalas. Yeah. They beat the Boobalas. They beat the Boobalas. Yeah, with the Dead or Alive, man. Let me tell you, a younger Manny C definitely loved him. So it's like the physics He's engines were impressive. <laughs> let me just tell you. <laughs> All right, last game, last one, fresh indie game. Uh, Zaum, I have no idea what this is for Disco Elysium. No idea. It looks like some type of racing game. I don't know. Oh, it looks pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Gris. Again. Uh, okay, 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 okay. That's not, Zaum is is the is these is the studio. So Disco uh, Disco Elysium is the game. Uh, the studio. I, think I heard is, a little bit about own. that. I think it's like a, um, I think it's like a, um, a Lovecraftian type. Oh yeah. Um, uh, RPG esque thing Ooh, going on. Interesting. There. Interesting. I'm gonna have yeah. to take a look at that. Gris, which I'm just on the art alone, like just from this cover art, it has this watercolor looking art for the cover here. It's so intriguing to me. Like I'm very much interested in what is this game, Gris, G R I S. Um, my friend Pedro, which I saw Panda playing this, Pandaroni. Uh, also, yeah, yeah, it I looks watched awesome. It looks so good. Um, this is my game of the year, straight up. Outer Wilds. I loved this game to pieces, bro. This game was amazing. Well, I, it was really one of the be- the best games. The best gaming experiences I have ever had. I loved Outer Wilds. Mega, I'm sorry, Slay the Spire. And then Untitled Goose Game. This is, to me, this this set right here is the most interesting one. You know, Mm. these these little indie indie titles. I loved Outer Wilds. Goose Game is a game that came out of freaking nowhere. Uh, Captured everybody's heart. Yeah. Uh, my friend Pedro is is a really is a really fast paced plat you know shooter shooting platformer uh, action. It's it's a ton of fun. <laughs> and then Gris, who which I have I have I don't know anything about except this beautiful watercolor art here that I I just I'm gonna look it up as soon as we're done here. Um, so this one is interesting, but my my heart says Outer Wilds for sure on this guy 
Lots yeah. of there's lots I, I, lots I'm of different have to ones. Take a look at that game. You giving it? I watched you play a little bit of it, but uh, yeah, I might have to give it. A, is it is that a Game Pass game? Uh, Outer Wilds. Yes. Yes. Okay, uh, check that to, out. You need to give it a go. It's it's awesome. Now, I mean, <clears throat> it's it's a it's it's a it's a, a, a slower pace exploratory type of game, but I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Uh, so so th- there's lots of different ones. I'm 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 gonna keep an eye on the indie one, and there, there's several there's several different uh, games here that like Sea of Solitude is is in there for games for Impact. Gris is back up here. Uh, yeah, Gris got a lot of play. Gris got a, like. lo- a lot in there. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. I'm definitely gonna keep an eye. I'm, I'm I'm much more interested in these indie in the indie titles than I am on on the main ones. But we are pressed for time, ladies and gentlemen. Our last regular podcast for uh for a little bit but don't give up on us guys we, we're we're coming we're coming back we have uh a shorter conversations with different members of the hardcore casual stream team uh that you don't necessarily hear from uh, on a regular basis but it would be great to uh to uh to, to check in on them i know we have nick woe uh we're gonna have a conversation with the stupendous silvarian we have uh, a conversation with chronic and, and dizzy we're gonna have another story time type uh type episode it's gonna be a lot of fun <laughs> uh ladies and gentlemen have a wonderful thanksgiving have a wonderful christmas a wonderful new year's uh and uh and uh happy hanukkah and uh we'll even throw in a quad uh, we're gonna name them all manny if you're gonna we're name gonna them all it's gonna take forever no well, i mean those <laughs> those are the only ones that actually matter right <laughs> and whatever else you and whatever else you, you you know you uh you celebrate you know happy if you're offended i'm sorry blah 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 <laughs> 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 All righty. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm out of here. Until next time. Yeah. Have, have a great week. See ya. <laughs>